That's right. Got to do a little bit of uh, Rebel Inc. every now and then. Got to say, I love this band. Uh, I own uh, quite a lot of their music. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about killing the future, shall we? And uh, we can see this uh, happening. And uh, somewhat, I am uh, a little bit hopeful. Um, I saw today that the uh, Green New Deal got voted down. Not a single person voted for it. Now, there were some uh, uh, Democrats who decided to vote present because they're, you know, weak sauce, I believe is the word we're looking for there. They didn't want to be attached to it one way or the other. Uh, They couldn't vote against it. They couldn't vote for it. So they just voted present. It's mushy, mushy. Uh, Some other things that happened uh, this week. Uh... Uh, uh, the Mueller report that came out. <laughs> oh, to see the wailing and gnashing of teeth on that one. Rachel Maddow is going suicide watch. Um, yeah, so uh, it uh, uh, said everything that uh, I've been saying for this whole time. There's no collusion. Uh, there wasn't any collusion. Uh, there was no attempts to be made for collusion. Uh, it was all just a fever dream because the Democrats couldn't come to uh, grips with the fact that they ran a shit candidate that nobody fucking liked. But you won the popular vote, Eric. I understand that. I understand that. However, we don't go by popular votes in this country. We go by the Electoral College. But they're going to change that, Eric. I understand that. I understand that. They've already talked about... Uh, popular voting and uh old elizabeth warren getting out there saying uh yeah, well we gotta have a popular vote eric I, I understand totally understand but what's this uh nobody voting for the green deal and now it doesn't really seem like uh anybody's got any kind of steam going in the uh the 2020 election already <sighs> gives me a little bit of hope gives me a little bit of hope but I don't want to get uh, overblown with the hope porn just a little bit. All right. So let's check out Yield uh, Flipboard and see what's doing there. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. Hopes be dashed. Uh, this one's from uh, CNET.com. Uh, Democrats' net neutrality bill survives first vote. Um, I, th- I thought the uh, net neutrality ending was going to make uh, my internet bill skyrocket, and um, and uh, and I wasn't going to be able to upload stuff anymore. Remember when that was supposed to happen? That's right. It didn't. It didn't happen at all. In fact, uh, my internet speeds went up for about the same price. So crazy. Uh, so yeah, this one's cnet.com. Get down here to the story. Okay. A bill backed by House of Democrats to reinstate Obama-era net neutrality protections passed its first hurdle Tuesday. Democrats pushed the Save the Internet Act. All right. <laughs> Let's just stop right there. Save the Internet? Does it need saving? I was able to get on. I'm on it right now. What are we talking about here? 
Okay, save the Internet Act through the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee in an 18 to 11 vote. That fell along party lines, of course. The legislation codified rules that were repealed in December 2017 by Republican-led FCC. As part of this repeal, the FCC abdicated its authority to protect consumers online to the Federal Trade Commission. The bill introduced by Democrats is an attempt to end a nearly two-decade-old fight over how best to prevent broadband companies from abusing their power as gatekeepers to the Internet. Uh, All right, let me save everybody some time here. Uh, If a broadband company is uh, allegedly abusing their power uh, to be gatekeepers to the Internet, guess what? They stop fucking buying their services. They let the market work. And because everybody is going to do retention when you call up your cable company or your satellite provider and you say, hey, uh, you guys are doing some shit that I don't like. So I'm canceling my service. Oh, why is that? Well, because you're throttling my Netflix. Oh, well, we're real sorry about that. We'd like to keep you on as a customer. Can we uh, knock 30% off your bill? Well... Yeah, all this kind of stuff happens. How do I know this? How how does the rebel know this? Because I worked for a cable company in tech support. And anytime somebody was having a problem with the service and they had enough, guess what? Transfer over to the retention department. But Eric, you were fired from that job. Look, that's neither here nor there. Okay? Uh Specifically, it prevents broadband providers from blocking, slowing down, or charging for faster access to the Internet. But it also restores the FCC's authority as the cop on the beat when it comes to policing potential broadband abuses. Um, well, I, we already know that this is just a flat-out falsehood. My Internet speeds got faster for the same amount of money. I don't have a problem getting into Netflix. I can download all of the shit I want from Netflix. I can't download Marvel shows anymore because those gone away. They got canceled. Thank you, Disney. Um, it, I can get into my Hulu.com. You know, I've got one of those little Roku things and an Apple TV thing. I can totally stream all that stuff. And it's all very data intensive. You know, I got a little boy in the other room right now playing Fortnite. Not having a problem. All of the fears that they said was going to happen didn't happen. Kind of like this Mueller report. Oh, boy. All right, so uh, I hope this uh, bill dies. And um, I hope the uh, politicians who put it forward uh, take a hit in their next election. Likely? Eh, no, maybe not. Uh, let's see. Ooh. That's another good one. House Armed Services Chairman denies $1 billion transfer for the Trump wall. Oh, boy. This one's from Reuters. The U.S. House of Representative Armed Services Committee on Tuesday denied the Pentagon's plan to shift $1 billion to build a wall on the U.S. border with Mexico. A move that, while largely symbolic, largely, largely, ooh, 
highlights the concern lawmakers have about using the defense budget to pay for the wall. Acting Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan announced on Monday that the Department of Defense had shifted $1 billion from other military construction projects to build part of the barrier along the southern border. Democratic Representative Adam Smith, not the cool Adam Smith, uh, the <laughs> economics jokes, the committee's chairman said that the panel did not approve the proposed use of the Pentagon funds. There's a lot of P's in that sentence. Uh, his stance could end up being symbolic as the Pentagon insists it has the authority to shift the money. However, it could prompt Congress to change the law to prevent presidents from taking similar action in the future. A court battle over the issue is also likely. Well, uh, this whole idea for a wall uh, ain't going to fucking happen. And, uh, and I'll tell you the reason why. Uh, number one, uh, there are residents in Texas that are willing to sue because part of their land is going to get taken under eminent domain. How long do eminent domain cases usually go for? That's right, years. Years. All right, some decades. So by the time all of that is done, there will have been two, three other presidents in the White House, and they may not do a wall after all. So it's kind of dumb. Uh, I do apologize for my phone binging in the back. You're just going to have to put up with my Twitter notifications. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one. How did the Mueller report show up on Amazon when it hasn't been made public? Well, that's a very good question, Variety.com. Let's see. Oh, skip the fucking ad. Okay, there we go. Uh, days after special counsel Robert Mueller. Mueller submitted his report on Russia's efforts to interfere in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Two new listings on Amazon have added fire to the debate over whether or not the full report should be made public. And if so, when it will be released. Though Mueller himself has not commented on his findings, Attorney General William Barr did present a four-page summary to Congress of the results of the Mueller's investigation, which stated that neither President Donald Trump nor members of his campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government to run election interference. Barr was careful to note, however, that while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him on the obstruction of justice. Okay, well... Uh, this is uh, kind of one of those you can't be a little pregnant. Um, you either committed the crime or you did not. And if you did not do a crime, you were exonerated. <clears throat> you found not guilty. So, Barr, you're a piece of shit liar. Uh, Barr and his uh, team have so far been the only people privy to the full report. Former federal and New York state prosecutor Daniel R. Alonzo currently a managing director of Exeger, says that there's no current expectation one way or the other for the report to be released publicly and that the discretion rests with the attorney general. Um, sure, make the report public. Just let us all read it. <laughs> Holy shit with the Twitter notifications phone in the back of the room. Ding, ding. 
uh, one Amazon listing says its report will include an introduction from legal expert and frequent cable news commenter Alan Dershowitz. The second listing is attributed to a Washington Post and uh, says readers will get the full report, a timeline of events, key documents, and the special counsel's investigation. Um, yeah, that's fine. Post the whole damn thing. Let us all read it. I mean, after all, I fucking paid for it. How much money was spent on this? Was it like $25 million? 600 and some odd days worth of investigating? All to come to the conclusion that we all kind of knew they didn't collude with Russia to throw the election one way or the other? Well, Russia bought some ads on Facebook. It was like $160,000 worth. Okay, number one, if you are on Facebook and you see an advertising uh, for Bernie, because, you know, some of the advertising went for Bernie or Trump, it was basically anything anti-Hillary, and you were swayed by that, you're kind of a dummy. And guess what? Negligible at best. That was the extent of Russian meddling into our elections. We're currently trying to uh, intervene in an election down in Venezuela right now, too. So, just saying. Uh, All right, back to the main page. No, not that one. Too far. Good googly moogly. That must be rather popular on Twitter. (laughs) That's got to be all Twitter notifications. Got to be. That's like crazy. I'm not going to get up and go look either, by the way. I should have hit, you know, turned my shit off. But, you know, eh, that's what it is. Uh, Supreme Court skeptical on stopping partisan gerrymandering. Why? You know. Living here as uh, somebody in uh, Louisiana Congressional District 2, I can tell you a little bit about gerrymandering. Seriously, folks, go look it up. How do you get a congressional district that follows along a river and skips a city and then goes into another area? It's called gerrymandering. But you should run for Congress. (laughs) Cedric Richardson isn't giving up that seat anytime soon. That uh, District 2 of Louisiana was basically a way to ensure that the Democrat won. Yeah, I'm going to go around District 2 and tell people not to hurt people and take their stuff. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I want to kill welfare with the sharp stick. Burn it. Make sure that it doesn't come back. Yeah, I'll go over like a lead fucking balloon. If I... You know, don't get stabbed myself. I'm trying to tell people, look, you should be free. No. Okay. This one from Roll Call. Supreme Court did not appear ready to put constraints on partisan gerrymandering after oral arguments in two cases Tuesday. As conservative justices aired concerns about how judges would decide when politics weighed too heavy too heavily in drawing congressional maps. Justice Samuel Alito and other justices who make up the conservative majority of the court repeatedly voiced concerns about what standard the Supreme Court could establish to guide legislatures 
when carving up their state into federal districts. None. None whatsoever. It's a state matter, not a federal government matter. So Supreme Court, you got no say-so in this. Federal government, you got no say-so in this. It's a state thing. A state Supreme Court can maybe hear cases on gerrymandering. And they should. Because it's only beneficial to the two parties. Only beneficial. And that's if you're, you know, got the rose-tinted glasses on thinking that voting changes anything. So, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Let's, uh, let's do this. I am going to get on to Twitter from the old laptop here to see what all these goddamn notifications are. And maybe my phone will shut up while that happens. 66 notifications! <laughs> um, eh, eh. Okay. All right, got some new follows. That's great. That's great. Oh, has my clout increased? I guess that's one thing to check, right? This is a little snapshot in time. Twitter likes to mess around. So right now, I'm sitting at 784. Yeah, clout's getting up there. All right, well, speaking of clout, and I guess this will be a, a good place to uh, close the episode. Uh, just make this one a little short one. Uh, basically, I spent over an hour talking to uh, Jay with uh, Anarcho Inc. And uh, be looking for that podcast probably mid-April. Uh, after he releases it, I'll uh, release a copy of it myself so that you guys can hear what we talked about on there. Uh, Jay's a good guy. Um, if you're not listening to Anarcho Inc., you should be. Uh, go buy his coffee. The, I recommend the Rothbard Roast. I had a bag. It was pretty good. Um, let's see. So... <laughs> Still coming. All right. So, um, coming up in June, and I believe it's June 8th and 9th. Consult my calendar. Yeah. June 8th and 9th, 2019. There is a secret conference taking place in Texas. Okay. Now, I've got the documents. I've got the documents about this super secret organization called Childerberg. That's right. Childerberg sends chills up my spine just thinking about this secret organization meeting at a lake in Texas. I plan on being there because I've got to get more documents. I've got to show that the road toad is a real legit thing. That's right. Well, this uh, Childerberg is actually being put on uh, by Tasting Anarchy and uh, Car Campant and um, Bird Archist of the uh, the Fadcast, the Friends Against Government. So just uh, be aware that I'm not actually saying the F word. Uh, and uh, I put down some money on it today. Uh, and so in the show notes, I will link to uh, the GoFundMe for Childerberg 2019. Uh, I hope to see you guys out there. It's going to be June 8th and 9th. Going to hang out by a lake, and I'm going to have a magical concoction that I came up with myself called the Ron Swanson. 
It's basically a double of scotch and a ribeye. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that weekend. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun thing and, uh, road toads and the Fresno freak and, uh, everything's going to be out there. Um, so I think that's going to do it for this evening, guys. Uh, we'll still, we'll be back next week and hopefully I won't have my notifications turned on. Uh, uh that's going to interrupt the show. All right. I apologize in advance. <laughs> so that'll be it. All right, guys out. But Eric, you forgot to hit the stop button. I know, I know. Shut up. <laughs>